Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Hillhead Baptist Church on this Midsummer's evening. It might not be the brightest, sunniest Midsummer's day that we have experienced in our lifetimes, but we are here, and I'm sure there is joy in our hearts to be together. Our communion table is an open table, and we invite all who are trying to follow Jesus to share fully in the communion when we reach that part of the service. But if for any reason whatsoever you prefer not to receive the elements, that's absolutely fine. Just simply pass them on to the next person and nobody will be watching. So don't worry about that. The service will proceed unannounced after I've done this bit. And uh, we will invite you to stand for hymns, but basically just to sit back, relax, and enjoy worshipping God. And after the service has finished, please do stay and have a cup of tea or coffee and a few snacks, because I think we have quite a lot of snacks to share out, and we would love to share them with you. Our call to worship this evening comes from Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home. And the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God.
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they can be responsible for the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, for the livestock and all the wild animals, and for all the creatures that move along the ground.
When man began to multiply on the face of the land, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favour in the eyes of the Lord. So God said to Noah, Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, for behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath of life under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds according to their kinds, and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing of the ground according to its kind, two of every sort shall come into you to keep them alive. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. And rain fell upon the earth for forty days and forty nights. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent forth a raven. It went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark. For the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening. And behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful, and multiply on the earth.
stand still All you loners are fun still You can paint with all the colors of the In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the regions about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, He said to them, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him.
John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answers him, Let it be so now, for this it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water And behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus sent out the twelve apostles, instructing them, Proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. Acquire no gold, nor silver, nor copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor a staff. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows.
shadows come Why should my heart be lonely And long for heaven and home When Jesus is my portion A constant friend is he Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where would you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand, and I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them. And they prepared the Passover.
Evening falls, the birds of the air seek a place to roost and settle themselves safely to rest. Meanwhile, the night birds stir, stretch their sleep-stiffened wings, blink their eyes and take to the skies. Evening stillness, romanticised by poet, artist, musician and occasionally minister. Northern European 21st century experiences translated to a 1st century Mediterranean context. And yet... And yet, in our imagination, we can enter the story imperfectly and interpretatively. So let's listen for the night calls of birds. See in the dusky skies a silhouette of swallow or swift, starling or sparrow, swarming, circling, swooping, Settling. And as the day draws to its close, and as the scent of evening flowers fills the air, might it be that our eyes are drawn to an upper window lit by flickering lights? And maybe, just maybe, dare we imagine that a pair of pigeons nestle in the corner of a windowsill. Silent witnesses of what we cannot yet see. The table is set. Bread and wine carefully prepared and laid out for sharing. The low voices engaged in conversation Now a laugh, then a cough, singing, not birdsong, but the voices of men, tenor and bass, tuneful and tuneless, ancient words intoned by a northern rabbi, stories retold, God's salvation remembered. Does birdsong enter the room and join the praises? Do we dare to enter the scene, to take our place, perhaps in the shadows, watching and waiting? Here in this place, A table is set. The host is Christ. And he calls each one here to come and dine. Writing to the church in the vibrant city of Corinth, 
the Apostle Paul would express the story something like this. I received my instructions from the Master himself and passed them on to you. The Master, Jesus, on the night of his betrayal, took bread. Having given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body broken for you. Do this to remember me. After supper, he did the same thing with the cup. This cup is my blood, my new covenant with you. Each time you drink this cup, remember me. What you must solemnly realize is that every time you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you reenact in your words and actions the death of the Master. You will be drawn back to this meal again and again until the Master returns. So let us now follow Jesus' example in expressing thanks for what is laid before us and for all it means to us. Let us pray. Grain harvested, ground, blended and baked, bread to nourish our bodies. Grapes gathered, crushed, strained and bottled. Wine to nourish our souls. Symbols and signs that draw us backwards to the events of that last supper. And forwards to the eternal banquet in God's kingdom of Shalom. In gratitude we pray. In humility, we will share. Amen. (laughs) To the young one who leaned against him, to the angry one who had already sold him, to the impetuous one who would deny him, to the serious one who would question everything. To them and to us, Jesus says, take, eat, and remember. We will eat as we receive. To the young one who would stand at the foot of the cross. To the angry one whose remorse would be rejected by the authorities. To the impetuous one who would still be entrusted as his successor. To the questioning one whose discipleship would take him to faraway places. To them... And to us, Jesus says, take, drink, 
and remember. We will retain our cups to drink together. Grace of God made manifest in Christ. Let's drink together in remembrance and thanksgiving. We have shared in bread and wine. We have remembered God's sacrificial love for us. May we who have shared these moments find courage and strength for our own continuing lives. Amen. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written... I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, This very night, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, For one I kiss is the man sees him. 
And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. Then those who had seized Jesus led him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders had gathered. Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. And a servant girl came up to him and said, You also were with Jesus, the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you mean. And when he went out to the entrance, another servant girl saw him, and she said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Certainly you too are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to invoke a curse upon himself and to swear, I do not know the man. And immediately the cock crowed. And Peter remembered the saying of Jesus. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly.
On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, the women went to Jesus' tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. They were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest.
We have met our God here, and God awaits us beyond here. So we go from here refreshed, renewed, and invigorated to live and love to God's praise and glory. Amen.